today on Public Sector Marketing Automation Podcast. We want to make sure we are as open as as inclusive as possible to all of our different customers. And then Federal Pi just provides that extra level of assurance to our customers that we are operating at, at a level that will takes their information very seriously. Welcome to the Public Sector Marketing Automation Insights Podcast. How government agencies can reduce costs and increase efficiencies, marketing results and customer experience by leveraging web analytics, marketing automation, and personalization. Advice and tips are provided from over 20 years of experience in digital marketing. And for today's show, here's your host, Dion Jones of Enotics. Today, I'm joined by two special guests, Ben Ware, Senior Manager, SaaS Compliance Operations with Oracle, and John O'Keefe, Senior Public Sector Account Executive with the Oracle Marketing Cloud. Welcome, Ben and John, to the podcast. Thank you for having us. Great to be back with you. No problem. So, Ben, can you give us a brief introduction of what is your role at Oracle? I am the senior manager in charge of our public sector compliance in the Americas for our SaaS cloud applications. So all of our efforts for getting through FedRAMP and any of the other public sector focused uh, certifications, you know, from DoD to uh, IRS 1075 and, and even some things in the Canadian government space. And those all fall under my organization. Perfect. How long have you been doing that? So I've been here at Oracle for almost three years. Part of that, I was over at PricewaterhouseCoopers, where I was doing a related role for about 10 years. Perfect. Well, to give you some background, Ben, Enotix has been receiving some questions about FedRAMP. And I'm sure you're obviously familiar with that program and its requirements. I covered a couple of those questions last episode, where the questions were, hey, what is FedRAMP and who manages it? But today I want to, with you, cover Two more questions. So the first one I want to ask you is, can you tell our listeners if Oracle's solutions are currently FedRAMP and maybe provide some background on that? Yeah, so we have a number of solutions that are FedRAMP. So Oracle has a a wide range of solutions and offerings from our our cloud applications, software as a service products, which we have our Fusion Suite. We have our Taleo uh, suite, our B2C uh, cloud service, and enterprise performance management. Those are, are authorized to range between FedRAMP uh, moderate authorizations to FedRAMP low authorizations for EPM. We also have a set of uh, infrastructure and platform as a service products that are also FedRAMP authorized. Uh, the infrastructure and platform are authorized to FedRAMP high, and they're also going down the duty authorization path, which is also where we have some duty authorizations for our uh, Fusion and Service Cloud products. Perfect. So these are some of what I would call traditional are um, the database products and the various other solutions Oracle offers. Now, when it comes to the marketing cloud, specifically, we've been getting another question, which is, is Oracle committed to having its marketing cloud solutions FedRAMP? And what is required for the Oracle Eloqua system to be FedRAMP? Oracle is planning on uh, adding more products to our uh, SaaS authorizations, including the Eloqua product suite. So we're looking at bringing that on to our, our portfolio of, of FedRAMP authorized products. To to get through the FedRAMP authorization process, as everybody's aware, it takes a, long, it takes a while. <laughs> right now, we're currently in the process of, of migrating products over to our new uh, Gen 2 cloud infrastructure. So as part of that migration, we'll start looking at the engineering and design for Eloqua and then also start going down the process of getting the documentation and the security upgrade to the point where it will be ready to roll. So that is part of our our broader focus for the next uh, several years is adding on a number of different services, um, Eloqua included. Excellent. Excellent. Very exciting. So this will help 
some of the people we've been talking to in the public sector understand that one, you're committed. First one is you've already been down this road before many, many times. So that's a good thing. Then two, you're committed to getting the marketing cloud solutions fed ramp as soon as possible and actually have a track in the path that you're following currently, correct? Correct. Yeah. So when it's fed ramp, the best thing I think that's going to happen at that point is they can rest assured that there's certain processes security protocols have been taken into account and audited by a third party. Is that how that works? Yeah, that, that's correct. So yeah, the process starts with all of the you know, engineering design and, and upfront work that we have to do. And then once all that is complete and everything is, is functioning in our Gen 2 cloud, uh, then we bring in the auditor. Uh, currently we use uh, Coalfire as our 3PAO that we use for all of our SaaS products. Uh, we have a long relationship with them and they've been Great partners for us and for our, our customers and our sponsoring agencies. They'll be brought in. And then uh, once that is done, all the documentation and assessment reports go over to the federal PMO for the review. Excellent. Very exciting to see that happen. Uh, John, any comments on your side you want to contribute to this? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Ben, thanks again for joining us. Um, a couple of questions. Yeah, so I noticed with, you know, you talked about the OCI, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, and then Eloqua's intention to be FedRAMP. You know, we talked, right? We pursued, obviously, with OCI, FedRAMP High. It's already there. With Eloqua, we're pursuing FedRAMP High as well. Why is Oracle going to high? You know, a lot, a lot of people out there aren't feeling that that's necessary. What, why is Oracle prioritizing FedRAMP high? And uh, if you could explain a little bit about the difference, it'd be great. Yeah, so but largely a, a business strategy decision, right? So we, we don't want to have multiple different levels and layers of controls across the different products. We want to have a, a more uniform, unified set of security controls. And really, a, the bulk of the controls that, we are, that we're looking at in FedRAMP are either we're going to be inheriting from OCI at the FedRAMP high level or are effectively cross-organizational controls. And then there's only a smaller set of application-specific controls, things that would be specific to Eloqua versus controls that would be specific to Fusion. And since they're such a, a, a smaller delta, it just makes more sense to get everybody at the same high bar. And then that way we have, we're opened up to the largest amount of customers possible since we do have differing requirements from differing agencies. So we want to make sure we are as open as as inclusive as possible to all of our different customers. And then FedRAMP High just provides that extra level of assurance to our customers that we are operating at, at a level that will takes their information very seriously and also is, demonstrates our commitment to our transparency to the process and, and sharing our information about our risk posture. Yeah, and you've shared some information with me, and you know, there's obviously been Oracle press releases about the terms impact level, you know, DOD. If you could just tell, and you know, Peverham High, I believe, is four and five and things like that. What does that mean? If you could kind of break that down, why do we have DOD, Department of Defense? Why is that attached to it? And some background like that would be great. Absolutely. So, yeah, FedRAMP is primarily designed for civilian agencies. There is, and it's, uh, you know, closely associated or basically um, tied to the Federal Information Security Management Act, or FISMA. Over in the DoD space, they have a set of different requirements, some additional requirements based on their own regulations and laws that they're subject to, especially since a lot of DoD systems are classified as uh, national security systems, which are outside of the scope of FISMA. 
So DoD created a, a program, basically it's the cloud SRG is what they use. And that is specific to their requirements. They have some additional requirements around transport to and from the cloud product to the, the DoD uh, information uh, network. And then they have their different categories. So they have IL-2, impact level two, which is largely equivalent to FedRAMP moderate. But for DoD, they IL-2 is mainly for public unclassified information. And then you have IL-4 which is for DOD-controlled unclassified information that is not national security systems, so not mission-critical weapon systems related. And then you have impact level five, which is that controlled unclassified information, but is for national security systems. Four and five, IL-4 is very close to FedRAMP high. IL-5 is also close to FedRAMP high, but has some uh, a set of additional controls that they require. And then the, the biggest difference between the two beyond the um, delta and controls is the requirement to have all your traffic go across a, a cloud access point into the duty network. So instead of having the, your information traveling over the over the public internet, all the information is going across uh, basically private circuits. Interesting. And have you seen in terms of the government's understanding of FedRAMP, and, and obviously this initiative has been around you know for a while now, and it's it's a migration of the government to get there. How have you seen that change their understanding of it? you know, versus two years ago? Yeah, I think um, over time, the comfort level has has increased with the cloud as more and more agencies are moving their, their workloads and their, their products onto different cloud providers. We've seen a big shift with, with Oracle as we've had some fairly large transitions over to our Fusion uh, Human Capital Management Suite with a couple of our big customers. And that has really caught the attention of a lot of different customers across the federal landscape. In that space, we we moved over the entire defense uh, HR management system over to, or we're in the process of moving that over to Oracle uh, HCM. That's caused a lot of a fairly big increase in interest in traffic and also just appreciation of the fact that we we have some significant trust and in, in security controls in place to protect those types of information. What does, you know, some out in the marketplace talking to a lot of customers, and I think they hear... FedRAMP. And you know, there's different understandings of it. A number of my installs are very happy with our FedRAMP path. Some people that I'm talking to new, right, they want to know, you know, are you FedRAMP, you know, right off the bat. And, and you know, what, what do those customers, and I think it's more like they just, they don't necessarily understand what that means. What do they need to know about FedRAMP and just the process and the timing and that it's not just turning on a switch, right? Yeah, so the, the big piece about FedRAMP, FedRAMP does not equal security, right? FedRAMP is around the process of risk management and transparency in your, your security and your risk management practices. So there's a lot of effort that goes into that. So there's a lot of pre-work that has to be done and developing the documentation, which are you know several hundred pages long for the different sets of documentations that the cloud service providers have to provide. And then the audit process itself is fairly intensive. So we have to, auditors come in and they they spend sometimes weeks with us working through different types of evidence to support the fact that we are doing what we say we are doing through doing penetration testing on our applications, our web-facing applications, and then run, making sure that we are operating our vulnerability management program, which is one of the biggest pieces of what customers see out of FedRAMP is vulnerability management reports make sure that that process is 100% transparent and accurate and, and is functioning correctly. So all that takes time. And then once all that part and that piece is done, then you have to go through the government reviews and, and approval process, which uh, depending on the path you take, you can either go through a agency authorization process where each agency has to do their own independent validation and verification of all of that, or you go through the joint authorization board or the, the JAB um, which is made up of the DoD, DHS, and GSA, and then they do the verification of all those controls. And that takes some time because they have to work through 
if you're looking at FedRAMP moderate, you know, 430 controls uh, up to 500 controls, if you're looking at FedRAMP high. And that's that's a lot of a lot of documentation, a lot of evidence yeah. to, to go through, right? So that takes them you know, a few months to go through that process. And then there's usually some back and forth as you're working through any concerns that the customers might have or the jab might have. Nobody is 100% FedRAMP, right? It just, it's not, the program is not designed to be pass fail 100%. It's designed to have that wiggle room of understanding that everybody's technology is a little bit different. So there might be some things you might have to talk through and, and educate on both sides to make sure you get to a good risk understanding, having that go over to a executive in the government and make sure that they are comfortable. Right. Um, and sometimes they may have a level of discomfort with something that may come back to the cloud provider and then they have to then fix it, which may take uh, a couple of weeks to a couple of months. And then that goes back up to the executive for their final signature. So that's why it's a long process. Yeah. So someone's going down this road. They're serious about security, <laughs> yeah. right? Because uh, it's not just a, a cookie cutter process. Yeah. And you have to have the the vast majority, if not all of your, your controls in place by the time you start the audit. So the security is, is there before you even get get the audit kicked off. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, this is very, very exciting. Actually, uh, it's good to hear the details from you, Ben. Um, this is exactly what we wanted to know. I'm sure our listeners are appreciating this type of detail and great questions, John. Um, great information and insights, Ben. John, how can people get a hold of you if they have additional questions about the Oracle Marketing Cloud? Yeah, sure. I appreciate that, Dion. You know, I'm, uh, as Dion mentioned, obviously working in the Oracle Marketing Cloud public sector. You can reach me, you know, via email, you know, john.f.okeefe, O-K-E-E-F-E at oracle.com. Our solutions are online. This podcast is available, right? Uh, you know, that, that I'm a frequent guest. Dion has me on, so you can, you can hear a lot of messaging on here. But yeah, we're, you know, the big finding for us, right? With the public sector is that, um, you know, getting messaging out, nurturing people, getting them to adopt services. A lot of use cases we're, we're uncovering all the time. A lot of great installs. Yeah, we'd love to talk to anyone who's interested in talking about learning how to, to more target their communications. Excellent. So I want to thank you again, Ben, for joining us and John also for your time. This has been great. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks a lot, Dan. Thank you. That's it for today's episode. If you want more information about Enotics and our marketing automation integrations, go to enotics.com. That's E-N-A-U-T-I-C-S.com. Also, if you'd like to suggest a topic or a challenge you're facing with public sector marketing automation, email us at questions at enotics.com and we will answer it in an upcoming podcast. Thank you for listening and tune in next time. We appreciate you joining us for this session of Public Sector Marketing Automation Insights. Be sure to review and subscribe to this podcast. Visit enotics.com for more resources based on today's topic.